It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome again to Just Sports, your weekly dose of banter and a little bit of bullshit and a little bit of banter more on sports from Rahul Puri and me. Rahul is smiling and grinning because he's the one who gives the banter and I the one who gives the bullshit. So, <laughs> so yes, Rahul, hello, how are you doing? I am very well, Summer, how are you? All good, getting ready for the Christmas spirit. So yes, this is going to be pretty much our second last or pretty much the last uh, podcast. We're going to do like a sports roundup kind of next year and then yeah. take like a break because we need one. Yes, absolutely. Busy Christmas period, lots yes. of football. Lots of football going to happen. Yes. So we're going to like talk about all that in the New Year's. But what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about like a roundup of the football games that happened uh, over the weekend. We're going to talk about the January transfer window and is it relevant and how do we see it going forward? Are there going to be deals happening? Uh, let's talk, also talk about the IPL and the players who were let go and what does it mean for them and what's going to be uh, the, the strategy of all the teams. Just a little bit on that. And hockey. We won the World Cup. Congratulations. Is this the first step towards greater glory or not? So yes, Lau, let's start with uh, football. Um, a good weekend, I would say. I mean, City played really well and they were kind of a back, uh, uh, you know, for uh, the beat Arsenal and stuff. I mean, Liverpool just about managed to cross the line. One in the greatest way possible in a derby. Uh, I know Everton fans. I'm sorry if there are any Everton fans on this, but um, it is just the greatest way to win a derby. I, I, there's nothing more pleasing for a Liverpool fan than seeing the grumpiness and the miserableness in the Everton's faces. Everton fans' faces made better by the fact that this is Christmas, and uh, it was a perfect Christmas present. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it was a good, it was a good weekend, and I think what's going to, I think what's the, the for the thing for me, uh, Rahul, is that. It is going to be a slugfest for the top four. I yeah, mean, we no, had, you had made a prediction and you put your neck out there. I put my neck out there. Are you going to still stick to that prediction? Yeah, I do. I, I still stick, stick to my, my prediction. I think that... Um, Chelsea it, wasn't on your list, it, actually. It was, Chelsea wasn't on... They, were, they, they weren't on my list. And uh, Chelsea have surprised me a great deal in terms of how that team has come together. But having said that, you know, there's no question about the quality in that Chelsea squad. They've got some great players. Um, Arsenal, I suppose they've had their blip. Um, you know, but Arsenal does blip post Jan, yeah, and I think that post Jan they might just. And I think I don't think the Sanchez and the Ozil situation is helping them because it's almost like both the players are holding them to ransom. Yeah, no. So they, they've had. Their, and Arsene Wenger does not like to be you no, know held ransom. So, so they've had their blip. But I mean, again, you know, you you would now start to say, oh, you know, what's going to happen to Arsenal? But if now you look at the next sort of six or seven games that Arsenal have, they've got some, you know very winnable games um, and could conceivably go on a run um, United uh, they won at the weekend um, you know Zlatan scored twice and you know again I mean you can see that Mourinho has has figured out I think how he wants to play with the players that he's got around and him. he's got to get back Mkhitaryan so yeah, I so mean it, he's it, been someone it's not going to be pretty but again I can see that they've got uh, four or five games ahead of them that they can conceivably win uh, and go on another run City was was good I think City City, City showed that they, yeah, they have they, the they really came back you well know I think what, what City showed in the game uh, for me mostly was the fact that you know they, they have the mental strength to come back 
because yeah, I mean, mentally they were quite broken it was, up. It was a strange game, wasn't it? I mean, you know, it City was a were, game of two halves. Yeah, City almost. were absolutely useless in the first half, um, and you know, it was only when they got the goal that Arsenal then seemed to worry. I, I suppose, given what happened to them at Everton, they they began to worry. Oh God, here we go again. Um, and City then sort of sparked life. But City have got players to come back. I mean, Aguero's on on his suspension. Um, so they've got players to come back. So, you know, Liverpool, obviously, you know, we've got uh, Stoke on the weekend. And then, of course, we've got a big game against City um, to see really what our title... So I think the, 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 so, whole, yeah. the whole Christmas period, I think, post, post the you know, second or second, will pretty much decide a lot of stuff. I don't think so. I, I don't think that anything is going to be decided. I, I think yeah, that, but we'll see. You'll I see some that, contours appearing. Yeah, I, I think that this is... It's going to be, uh, you know, this is typically the, the best time... Um, you know, because the games come thick and fast, and exactly, you know, I mean, starting with Boxing Day and stuff. Yeah, there are lots of games, and, and there's lots of stuff happening. Um, then, of course, you've got the FA Cup weekend that comes. So, you know, there's lots of stuff happening, and, and I think that a lot of these teams will continue to sort of be there or thereabouts. But really, I don't see this title race really blowing open until March. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for, for Chelsea. A lot, a lot yeah. of Chelsea fans might not like what I'm saying right now, but there is a blip coming. And I don't know when it's going to come, but there is a blip coming. And, and you know, I, because I think they're also too dependent on the fact that they don't have a striker post-Costa. And I'm, I'm looking actually forward to the Bournemouth game, because in the Bournemouth game, they'll actually figure out because they're going to play without Costa. He's suspended. He's suspended for that. So that's going to really, you know, tell you where they stand and, and what their... What their attack is it'd going be, to be. It'd be, it'd be interesting. It'll be interesting, you know, to see how they how they yeah. team up. Yeah. And now with the January transfer window also coming up, Rahul. I mean, I definitely see United signing a player. You know, it's already on the news. I mean, they've got the Benfica president in 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 uh, England. You mm. know, so the defender is pretty much going to be tied down. Is what I feel. Yeah. Um, I also see maybe City doing some business. Um, probably, you know, signing a defender or something. Yeah. I mean, I think that uh, Chelsea aside. And, you know, you can always bet some money on Chelsea because they've got lots of it. So Abraham, it wouldn't surprise me if Abramovich signed something. But Chelsea aside, I don't really see... Um, I see all of the other major teams doing some business. In the yeah, but how, how, how relevant is the January window? I mean, do you think that it makes sense because a lot of people are cup-tied and a lot of people are, you know... I actually think that the January... So, I mean, you know, previously we... In England never had a window um, where, you know, people could be signed all throughout the year. But I actually think that the January transfer window works really well. I mean, A, I suppose for the, the, the media, it gives them a, a great way to concentrate on. But I think that it, it also allows managers to be, uh, you know, I, I suppose earn their, their salaries a lot more because, you know, now you sort of bet yourself on a, on a squad and now you're stuck with that squad for six months. Because sure. previously what would happen is teams like Chelsea, City, United, etc., etc., who've got money... Um, you know, if something's not working, they can continue to bring players in sure. over a period of time. Now, that you could argue that that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it does give them an, an advantage. The flexibility. This way, the money, the money bags could do it. Yeah, this way, I think everybody has got the opportunities now that the window opens for a month in in January, and you know, you you now have to be a lot more selective about the pl- kind of players that you look for. Um, and you know, the other thing is is that January, not a lot of players are available, so you know, you do have to have. Um, I see a lot of players, players also leaving. Well. I mean, I mean, there is also. The, the news of, of, of Martial and you know Shandlin leaving for Everton and yeah and, and you can see that you know uh, some of the fringe players will go and move and 
Um, but try again, and get first team football. They can't get first team football, and, and and if they're surplus to requirements, they'll go. But again, I don't see a great deal of players going um, in January, so there will be business. Um, and I think that I see all of the major teams doing some business apart from maybe Chelsea. Yeah, I don't think Chelsea's going to change. I don't think yeah, Chelsea. Apart from maybe change. Chelsea, but I, I see everybody else doing something. There is this big rumor of John Terry leaving and going to City. I don't think so. I you know, I mean, that it, it's out there, so you never know. He might just shock you. No, I, I don't think I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't think they're going to sell Terry to start with Absolutely because they, not. they definitely need him. Yeah, yeah not going to happen. And also now moving on from the January transfer window to the IPL. I mean, IPL has let loose, you know, a lot of players. Kevin Peterson is gone, Dale Stain is gone, Moni Moppel is gone. But the big one was Pavan Negi. Eight and a half goals last year, Rahul, and look how life has changed for him. Yeah, well... He's just... He, he's not even playing for Delhi anymore. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, the, that's the thing, right? I mean, that's the thing... Eight the and a half crores. I mean, the, he, was the, he was the wonder kid. But that's the thing of the IPL, right? I mean, the IPL picks people up and it... You know, from obscurity and then, and then they know, drops just, them, then dump just, them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I also see a lot of the foreign players, <clears throat> you know, being dropped. I mean, Molly Mockle is gone, Dale Stain is gone, Kevin Peterson has been dropped. So, you know, I mean, let loose. I, Mitchell Johnson has been has been asked to leave. So I think that um, I see the IPL, even though it had the start over the Big Bash, um, I see the IPL now working into a position where it becomes more and more like the Big Bash. Which means that there is more consistency of the kind of players in the teams. I don't see teams having these big, big squads like they used to have in the IPL. And also more Indian players. Yeah, I think more I Indian players, less um, uh, foreign players. Um, and, you know, I think that it will do the tournament a lot of good, actually. Yeah, I actually feel that because I think the more Indian players that are blooded through it, and you can see that. I mean, the people who have come through to the, to the you know, a T20 team, even like player like player like an Aksar Patel, yeah, sure, you know, or for example, even a Karun Nair who came from the domestic circuit, yeah, not necessarily yeah. the IPL, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the domestic circuit is becoming stronger, and I feel that the the fact that it's only got five players that are going to be foreign players, yeah, no, you know, and, and I think that that will become less. I mean, I, you know, and even if it doesn't become less, Rahul, I don't see the the. the you will definitely need a few people to sell T-shirts. Sure. So I definitely see Kevin Peterson being picked up unless he's not available. Because Peterson is is an impact player. I don't sure, see him going unsold. Agreed. But, you know, some of the thing is with, with the Petersons and the Chris Gales and, and all of these guys, um, because they don't play cricket regularly anymore, yeah. it takes them time to yeah, get but he will, he will He will come straight from the Big Bash. Well, yeah, he's going to be They'll, playing in the Big Bash. They're, but, play, you know, they're, they're, so, they're both going to play in the Big Bash. But even then, it takes them time. The Big Bash will be finished in sort of by end of mid Jan. By mid Jan, and then they'll so have to come here and start in April. It takes them time to get into the tournament. Yeah, but they're still marquee players. Uh, they, I still see the Chris Gales and the Kevin Petersons making an I do, impact. I do, but what I'm saying is that I have a feeling that that's something that you're going to see less and less of. Yeah, I, I see less and less of the Dale Stains uh, and the Mitchell Johnsons and Moni Mockles because seam bowlers in, bowlers in, in India are not going to work out. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's, it's going to be the slower bowler tournament. But, but I see less of these sort of big name players coming in where you, where you know, because you know, you have to start well. You have to start quickly in the IPL. So you can't afford for Peterson or for Gale to have like three or four games just to get their eye in. You can't afford that anymore. And because you're keeping out a kid at the top of the order, an Indian kid who might be scoring runs and, and getting runs. So, you know, there's going to be a little bit of this. But I'm one for one, I'm pretty glad. I mean, A, I think the other reason for all of this is that... Is the money. Is, is the money. Is the money. Because right, the they just take just too much of money. money and anymore. it's... it's And let's be honest about it. IPL is, not a, is a cheap tournament. It's an expensive 
expensive Absolutely. tournament. And the teams don't have the you money. Know, and teams don't have the money for it. And it's 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 just becoming ridiculous the amount of money that you're going to pay them. Absolutely. And, and to do nothing. To do nothing. You know, sit you on know, the bench, play a couple of games. Exactly. Here and, or there. Yeah. and like I said, the, 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 the pace bowlers are pretty much on their way out. I don't see any, except maybe a Mitchell Stark, who's still a great impact bowler. Sure, sure. You know, I don't see like a a foreign pace bowler coming to the IPL and making yeah, any kind of yeah, impact absolutely, yeah. you know it's, it's, it's just investing in your own spinners exactly and that's what's going to happen so yeah it'll be interesting to see the kind of players that people pick up come Feb when the auctions happen um, hockey yes Rahul we won the World Cup and that's something that you had said that you know we're on the way up but I still feel that you know it's a long way out I mean yes the junior hockey is is a is a platform and we won the tournament but do you see it translating into the seniors so soon i don't see that happening i don't see that it's going to be you know oh that we have like crossed the corner and indian hockey is going to be now great well i mean it's know, a start yes i think i think it is that right i mean it is a start i, I think that you know indian hockey has come a long way from where it was i mean in the 90s i mean we were pretty much finished as a hockey nation um, we've come back, we've started playing better, I think the facilities are better, the players are fitter. Um, yes, there is still work to be done, there is still investment that needs to go in, I think, to really get us up to that level. But, you know, once we get to that level, I, I think that India can really make a mark in hockey, both in the men's and in the women's. And I, I hope that, you know, it, it's taken us 20 years in cricket. I mean, we've had money in our cricket now for 20, 25 years. It's taken us, what we're seeing now is in cricket, the the that money being put to good use and it's taken 20 years for that it, so it's not a short-term thing i mean it's not like we're going to win the world cup next year or anything like that but if there is consistent money and it's managed well in hockey why not Ten yeah but years. i think that the, the key words that you use over there is managed well because i don't see the management you know changing or something happening to it and you know professionals coming and running it it's very easy to fall back into the rut because it's it's the way all sports and things happen in India. Sure, but I mean, so, you know, I, I mean, I you have a glimmer of hope. You're optimistic about it. I think that as a country, it, we're we're just generally at a country right now where we're just looking for these opportunities. So you know, there's badminton, there's kabaddi, there's cricket, there's hockey, where they're making these, you know, there's football, where they're making these sort of marquee events out of them. And mm -hmm. you know, you've got this what hockey India league that is starting yeah, I think, in, yeah. in January that Star are trying to make a success out of. The point is, is that if they become uh, brands, if people accept them, and you know the hockey's good and the hockey's exciting, money follows. Fair enough. Um, I mean, I mean, I would love to see that because I mean, I'm not a great fan of the way the ISL was handled and what it, what the impact of the ISL was. And football sure. is a far more popular sport. So, sure, sure. I mean, hats off to the guys who won it. I mean, congratulations to the boys because they won it against the odds and yep. they won it, you know, shootout. on a penalty shootout. And yeah. they were not the they were not the favourites. They were the they underdogs. Were, yeah, so, congratulations so. to them. I hope hockey turns the corner because, yeah, we all love the sport. Chuck the India. And uh, we become a world power again. Though I'm not optimistic about it. Um, Rahul you're, is. You're, you're, you're a Grinch. It's Christmas summer. Come on. Okay, so it's Christmas and Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you guys have a great Christmas. Uh, we'll be back uh, on Boxing Day, actually, on the 26th. So we'll be back with our last edition of Just Sports, which will be like a roundup of the year gone by. Till then, Merry Christmas. Be safe. Be happy. Um, that's it, Raul? Yeah, absolutely. And if uh, any of the listeners want to write in, um, we'll be talking about our favorite moments, sporting moments of the year um, on, on the 26th. So if you want to write in to us, I'm at Rahul Puri. 
at yeah. Samar Mumbai Khan. And you can you write to at News Laundry yeah, if you want to include know. some sporting moments. Yeah, you let us know what your sporting moments were. Are there any that you think that we should discuss? Um, we're happy we'll to. be happy to do that. Yeah. So yeah, this is just for signing off. And like we always say, if it's a penalty or a goal or a boundary or a hole-in-one, we'll be there to cover it for you. Merry Christmas and take care. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.